Hey everyone, and welcome to the Bible Breakdown Podcast. In this podcast, we will be breaking down the Bible one chapter a day. Whether you are a new believer or have been following Christ for a while, we believe that you will learn something new and fresh every single day. So thank you for joining us, and let's get into breaking down the Bible together. Well, hello everybody. Welcome back to the Bible Breakdown Podcast with your host, Pastor Brandon. Today, 1 Samuel chapter 6, and the title today is God Still Moves in the Weird. Okay, this is going to be a weird chapter, and, and it's not weird. We, we get what, what's going on here, but it's just like, really? Okay, all right, fine. <laughs> it's going to be fun. I hope you enjoy it today. Man, God's Word is always so alive and active. I just love it. But as always, if you like what we're doing here before we get into that, make sure you like, share, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Leave us a five-star review on the podcast. Also, join us at the Bible Breakdown Discussion on Facebook. We are just diving into God's Word because the more we dig, the more we find. And today is one of those very interesting chapters. If you have your Bibles, want to open them up with me to 1 Samuel chapter 6. Don't forget, the overall theme of this is God's providence despite our silliness. This is a chapter full of silliness, but we've been having chapters of silliness, right? First of all, this poor lady named Hannah, she is just being like verbally beat up by this other lady. So she finally has a baby. This baby goes to live at the tabernacle that's got all kinds of soap opera drama going on. There are priests that are stealing from God, shacking up with women. I mean, it's just crazy town. And then there is this massive battle. The Ark of the Covenant gets um, uh, captured. All these people die. And now, with the Ark over in enemy territory, God says, sometimes you just got to do it yourself. And so he starts just inflicting the enemy with tumors and stuff. And so they are trying to get rid of the Ark. They want to send the Ark back to Israel, but they do not know how to do it because they are not worshipers of Yahweh. So they don't know at all how to properly worship God. And so they're going to do the best they can. And it's weird. (laughs) But once again, remember, God is always moving behind the scenes. And so he can even use the weird to accomplish his purposes. So let's read this and see what God will say to us today. First Samuel chapter six, verse one says this, the ark of the Lord remained in Philistine territory for seven months in all. When the Philistines called in their priests and diviners, they asked them, What should we do about the ark of the Lord? Tell us how to return it to its own country. Send the ark of God of Israel back with a gift, they were told. Send a guilt offering so the plague will stop. Then, if you are healed, you'll know that the hand, that his hand, uh, that caused the plague. So, what sort of guilt offering should we send, they asked, and they were told. Since the plague that struck you both, uh, both of you uh, and your five rulers, you should make five gold tumors and five gold rats, just like those that have ravaged your land. Okay, verse 5. Make these things to show honor to the God of Israel. Perhaps then he will stop afflicting you, your gods, and your land. Don't be stubborn and rebellious, as Pharaoh and the Egyptians were. By the time God had finished with them, They were eager to let Israel go. So pause. So you're telling me the way to honor God is to make five golden tumors and five golden rats. Okay. All right, then. That's how we do this. By the way, if you're looking for any gift ideas for Christmas, that's not it. All right. Verse 7. Now, build a new cart. Find two cows that have just given birth to calves. Make sure the calves have never been yoked to a cart. 
hitch the cows to the cart, but shut their calves away from them in a pen. Put the ark of the Lord on the cart, and then beside it place a chest containing the gold rats and gold tumors that you are sending as guilt offerings. Then let the cows go wherever they want. If they cross the border of our land and go to Beth Shechem, or Shemesh, you will know that it was the Lord who brought this great disaster upon us. If they don't, you will know that this was not his hand that caused the plague. It simply happened by chance. So the instructions were carried out. The two cows were hitched to the cart, and the newborn calves were shut up in a pen. Then the ark of the Lord and the chest containing the gold rats and the gold tumors were placed on the cart. And sure enough, Without veering off in any other direction, the cows went straight along the road toward Beth Shemesh, lowing as they went. And the Philistine rulers followed them as far as the border of Beth Shemesh. So they were saying, hey, look, this is very unlikely to happen. We have two cows that have never been hitched to uh, a yoke before. That means they're not going to want to do. They're going to end up fighting against each other. They're going to go off in different directions. It'll be chaos. Even more so, these two cows have recently had calves, and they're going to hear their calves. They're going to be lowing, like bellowing. They're not going to want to go to Beth Shemesh. They're going to go back where they came from to get their calves. So basically, it was like, it's very highly unlikely, but if it goes straight, you'll know it was God. And that's exactly what happened. Verse 13, the people of Beth Shemesh were harvesting wheat in the valley when they saw the ark, and they were overjoyed. The ark came into the field of a man named Joshua and stopped beside a large rock. So the people broke up the wood of the ark for a fire and killed the cows, poor cows, and sacrificed them to the Lord as a burnt offering. Several men of the tribe of Levi lifted the ark of the Lord uh, of the chest containing the gold rats and the gold tumors from the cart and placed them on the large rock. Many sacrifices and burnt offerings were offered to the Lord that day by the people of Beth Shemesh. Five Philistine rulers watched the five Philistine rulers watched all of this and then returned to Ekron that same day. The five gold tumors sent by the Philistines as a guilt offering to the Lord were gifts from the rulers of Ashdod, Gaza, Eshkelon, Gath, and Ekron. The five gold rats representing the five Philistine towns of their villages, surrounding villages, were controlled by the five rulers. The large rock at Bashemesh, where the ark of the Lord sat, still stands in the field of Joshua as a witness to what happened there. But the Lord killed 70 men from Beth Shemesh because they looked into the ark of the Lord. And the people mourned greatly because of what the Lord had done. Who is able to stand in the presence of the Lord, of this holy God? They cried out, where can we send the ark from here? So they sent messengers to the people of Kiriath Jerem and told them, the Philistines have returned the ark of the Lord. Please come here and get it. And then the chapter ends. So, man, what an interesting chapter. What a weird chapter. People have no idea what to do. They're messing up all over the place. The Philistines have no idea. And so they make gold. What what does a gold tumor even look like? I don't know, but they made five of them. Made five golden rats. I don't know if you know my wife. She hates rats. So that would have not been her favorite part. And then they put... The Ark of the Lord. The Ark of the Lord was only supposed to be carried, but they put it on a on a cart. They don't know what to do. And they sent it away with two poor, like, mama, mama cows. They go. People get so excited. They, they sacrifice the cows and everything else. And then, tell you, you don't mess around with God. God said, don't look in there. Well, I'm going to look anyway. Well, you're going to die. 
And so that happens. So it's weird. But here's the thing. Look at the end of it, though. When we got to this chapter before this, rather, the nation of Israel was not honoring God, and so the Ark of the Lord was captured. Now, the Ark of the Lord is back. And you know what that says to me, what maybe Hope it says to you, and that is sometimes things get crazy. Sometimes things go sideways. Sometimes things just get just all kinds of twisted up. But guess what? God still has his way despite our silliness. And whereas this is very weird, sometimes my life looks weird. I don't know about you. Sometimes things just don't make sense. I'm just like, what is going on here? Maybe, maybe that's not you, but maybe it is. Maybe you just go through a season where it's like your entire family just seems like they all done gone crazy. Everybody at work has just done gone crazy. The world seems like it has just gone crazy. Can I tell you? It is not the first time nor the last time that's probably going to feel that way. But thank goodness for chapters like this. Because when things get weird, sometimes we need to step back and go, wait a minute. Things, things went sideways, so sideways. But the last verse says this. The Philistines have returned the ark of the Lord. Come get it. I tell you, sometimes we need to step back a little bit. And it's hard because sometimes things get really weird and really fuzzy. But if we step back, we go, you know what? I don't know that I necessarily would have chosen things to happen this way. I don't know if I necessarily like things like this. But you know, the bottom line is, I'm still here. My family is still intact. I still have a job. Things are actually going pretty well. I wouldn't have chosen it this way, but man, to God be the glory. And I think maybe some of us can hold on to that today. This isn't why I would have chosen. I would have preferred the things to be different. But you know what? To God be the glory. I'm still here. Maybe that will encourage you today. God, thank you so much for today. Thank you that your word speaks life. Thank you that you're for us and not against us. Lord, I pray today you'll help us to realize that sometimes we're going to go through seasons and circumstances we wouldn't have chosen. But you're still with us. And your providence still comes through despite the silliness of the world. We trust you today. Pray you open our eyes to see how we can trust you even more in the days ahead. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And amen. But don't forget, First Samuel chapter 12 says this, Be sure to fear the Lord and faithfully serve Him. Think of all the wonderful things that He has done for you. Don't forget, God is still moving despite whatever silliness is going on around you. God is faithful, so don't give up. I love you. I'll see you tomorrow for 1 Samuel chapter 7. Mm-hmm.